The Light Breakfast with Asha and Nan, brought to you by Maybank. Today in our Office of the Future session, we're talking to Stephanie Pink, co-founder and CEO of Work. Stephanie, for those of us who are more used to, you know, conventional office environments, how would you explain what a co-working space is exactly? Well, a co-working space is a new style of working that is um like you said different from conventional where you go to the office and that office may be one location and often it's downtown um and it's like say a, a headquarter in one place and then you're supposed to go to work Mondays to Fridays every single day and the office might not be terribly inspiring or uh you know exciting to go to um whereas a co-working space is uh you know a bunch of offices uh, in many different locations that are very uh, nice to work at. It's got all the amenities inside already set up. If you want to rent it, you don't have to to sign a lease, a long lease with the landlord. You just go in with your laptop and it's plug and play. Uh, and then oftentimes there's a lot more amenities than just a office tables and chairs. The pantry is often very nice. You've got a lot of you know, maybe games room, these kind of things. And then there's also a kind of culture about it. It's very employee-centric. And it's uh, for us, there's a lot of community collaboration, vibe and friendship going on. Now, I was just going to say, from what I'm hearing you say, it's basically a space designed for the humans in it rather than an office space that's containing a group of, you know, industrious workers. Yes, this new style of working, uh, flex work, is very... Uh, how to say the schedules and the work is uh, fitting to the the employees versus or the real estate is fitting to you um, even fitting not just to employees but to the company itself rather than the company fitting to the rules of real estate you have to sign three years right you have to all these maybe the landlord may not be as friendly they may not even care about the success of your company whereas for ours for example uh, especially since it's a business community centered co-working space we care about the success of your job and your business business it's pretty obvious you want your business to do well we help you your job itself even if you work in a large mnc you may not think a co-working space is very relevant to you because you belong to a big company of all the resources that you want and budget, but you have uh, KPIs to meet. You have a work to do. For example, Asha, you have uh, this work. You might go to a cooking space to look for help, um, maybe content, maybe some ideas. And when you collaborate with people or you get to know them, they would be able to help you better. What's the inspiration? What started you on this path to building your own co-working space? That's work, right? W-O-R-Q. This was back in 2017. So what was the inspiration? Well, I've always believed in the idea of flexible working, um, you know, where you work in the most uh, efficient manner, whether it is you know, on certain days, you feel like you need quiet time and you might work from home. And then on certain days, you need to go in and talk to someone or a group of people. And that's what you do. And then on the way, you might integrate your life into all of that, such as you might uh, take a pit stop at your kid's school and see them before you go and then go somewhere else in town to meet another client nearer to them rather than, you know, uh, in downtown. That That's a very fluid way to work. Um, but the story comes about where um, it's generational. I got my inspiration from um, the story of my grandfather and my grandmother and my dad. 
where my grandfather was running a very successful, uh, I think it was the largest transportation business in Malaysia at, at some point. Um, and then it went into, uh, and then he passed away. Uh, and then it was uh, managed by a, a group of trustees, but it did not do well and went into uh, ruin uh, and even owed a lot of debt to, you know, debtors. So my grandmother and my dad took over the business for the legacy of my grandfather and rebuilt it back up. And my grandmother is somebody who cannot read and write. And my dad was a 21 year old. He dropped out of college uh, to take over this business. Obviously they don't know anything about reviving and turning around a business, but with the help of their community, um, you know, they, they got friends and all these people that rallied around them and they made it happen. And today it's still, uh, it's a 70 year old business by now it's doing well. Um, they would, they were able to put food on the table because of that. So what are your thoughts on the rising trend of startups and SMEs who are preferring co-working spaces rather than actually purchasing their own office space? Yeah. Um, the startups and SMEs have been the early adopters of this trend um, because they have larger cost concerns and so need a lot more flexibility in hiring, scaling up and also scaling down their team sizes. Um, So for them, it's a no-brainer to go to a place where you can just plug and play. It's available now if you want it. Um, You might sign a membership. For us, we call it a membership. It's very similar to maybe a gym membership for three months or so and then decide from there. Right. If you if you take, let's say, even a shop lot, uh, you might have 30 people in that shop lot. All of a sudden, uh, tomorrow, you need to scale up to another 30 extra headcount. You're going to have to source the next door shop lot. Is it even available? You know, you have to sign three more years. Maybe you don't need for three years. Right. So the flexibility is extremely Ex- extremely important for SME and startups, especially that changes really fast. Um, and that's where it all started. At the same time, startups are very um, relaxed. They are very kind of like casual and they like to interact and they need a lot of help, SMEs as well, because they don't have all the different departments in one small company. So they would kind of leverage off of other people. I would see startups to say, I don't even have uh, e-commerce startups. Um, I don't have a model. I'll just find someone in a co-working space to be the model. Uh, people volunteer. Okay, I'll do your photography for you. Uh, I'll, I'll hook you up with somebody uh, that could be a funder, this kind of stuff. And it made a lot of sense for them. Okay. So what would you say to somebody who has... Uh, apprehension say for example this idea of not having a permanent address for example to meet clients um, you must get that one a lot Mm -hmm. yeah yes and actually you don't give up your permanent address you scale down so it's called a core flex solution where instead of having 10 floors downtown in near klcc and you know during mco and covid nobody was in office and even now when they are doing rotational work maybe only 20% of that office space is being used and your 80%, you know, eight other floors could be given up. And instead you give access to your employees to co-working spaces. So you retain some parts of your office for the address and also for a kind of like a place where you plant your flag, that's where your office is. Mm-hmm. But everyone else really is coming in and out of that office and complementing with other co-working spaces. 
uh, to use it in that way. So that's the global trend. Majority of enterprises like banks are using co-working spaces. We have banks as our customers. It's very mainstream right now. It's not a stigma. And big companies are saying, okay, you know, it doesn't make sense for me to maintain all these flaws when it's not being used. Why do you believe these co-working spaces can be so beneficial for, you know, Malaysia's working community? And if you could, like, maybe give us an example or two. Oh, yeah. Malaysia has a lot of enterprises, entrepreneurs, SMEs, and it's a very entrepreneurial place. With That spirit is very strong. And the freelancing trend is also increasing <clears throat> very fast. Um, so in terms of people needing these kinds of help, especially if you need to um, take care of the cost section of it um, and also increase your competitiveness, um, you definitely need community even more to be competitive to perhaps maybe a freelancer in a developed world uh, and that kind of thing. The other thing would be knowledge sharing um, and having experts at your fingertips. When you start a company, you might not have everything you know and having the knowledge there means you save time in learning all of this. Sometimes you save years. Somebody might have already built trust and connections with someone for the last 20, 30 years of his life and they could lend this to you at a drop of a hat with no cost to themselves and all of a sudden you save 20 years of building that same trust with someone else. It's a very, how to say, almost the GDP would increase of the company if you work in this style. Of all your properties, of all the premises that you manage and own, what is one favorite feature? What is the one thing that you really, really <laughs> like? You mentioned the pantry a little bit. It's like asking to choose your favorite child. <laughs> Everybody has one. They never say it, but they do. Yeah. I can say that I think for our clients, the more uh, work-centric ones, would they love our pantry and meeting rooms. Um, but then also there are people who love our massage chair. And I'll tell you, the mothers really love the mother's room. Um, we're very women-centric in a way. Mm. The mother's room, we provide all the way down to the breast pump. You don't need to bring the breast pump itself, the machine. Just bring the things that you need to plug into it. So yeah, I think that's I can that that those are the few things that's fantastic. I can value about mm. the space. Is there any possibility for expansion in the future to include crashes or daycare? Uh, we have daycares and kindergartens nearby, like in the same building mm. as our co-working spaces. Um, so whether we want to go into the business of uh, daycare, uh, that's a question for later. Um, at the moment, no. Um, we are more focused on the expansion of the core flex work where people work from anywhere due to COVID now. And, you know, things like even Harvard has uh, came up with a study that says, you know, the best way to, the most optimal recommended way is to work in a 3-2-2 three, two, three, two, two fashion. Three days in the office, two days at home, and then two-day weekend. And you can see this with Airbnb. They've gone fully remote. Um, that's one end of the spectrum. So, yeah, we are all very excited. It does sound very exciting. Good luck to you all, Stephanie. And you can listen to this episode again on the Light Breakfast podcast about the office of the future with Stephanie Ping, co-founder and CEO of Work. That's on the Shock app.